You're listening to Worship Life Radio with Pastor Holland Davis of Calvary Chapel San Clemente on today's edition. Jesus is the one who says to you that if you receive him, he gives you the right to be his son. It's not something I'm saying, it's something that he is saying. That if you will turn away from your life and living life your way and you will surrender your life to Jesus to live life his way, that he will change you from the inside out and you'll experience his grace and power in your life. Jesus came in an extreme act of humility to save you. Yes, you heard that right. This means that you need to admit your need for saving. This can be really challenging for us. In our sinful nature, we're prone to be very prideful. But as you'll discover today in Pastor Holland's message, when you lay that down at his feet and accept his gift, salvation is yours and you take on the rights of a child of God. Let's turn now to the book of John chapter 1 for today's edition of Worship Life Radio. Before he digs into today's study, Pastor Holland would like to share his song, It's Christmas Time.
We'll be good all year round, but Christmas comes, we start to decide what we're going to get each other for Christmas, and it's like we just, it just gets really intense. You know, how much should you spend? What should you get? How are we going to pay for all this stuff? You know, all the things that Christmas is really all about, right? What gifts we're going to give to each other. I mean, could you imagine how stressful it would be if the 12 days of Christmas were your shopping list? I mean, think about that. I mean, you start out with the 12 drummers drumming. And then you have the 10 lords. And not just any lords. These are Pentecostal lords. They're a-leaping. <laughs> 10 lords a-leaping. And here's the problem with lords. You can only find them in the UK. And then you come to nine ladies Dancing Now, they're just happy to be dancing anywhere. So they'll come and, and dance in your living room. But then it gets complicated. Because now you need eight maids. And not just any maids. They have to be eight maids a-milking. <laughs> eight maids a-milking, which means you need eight cows for them to milk. And then you need a place to put all those cows. And then you need hay, and then you need all the food, the water that goes with it, and then you need a market to sell all this milk you're gonna have because of these eight maids milking these cows, which could actually help pay for the cows. But then after these eight maids of milking, you need seven swans. And here's the kicker, they have to be a swimming. Not just any seven swans. They have to be seven swans a-swimming, which means you need a really large above-ground pool, and that just reminds me of living in South Carolina, you know, in a trailer park. You know, you go everywhere in the trailer park, everybody's got an above-ground pool, and right there would be the seven swans a-swimming. But here's the thing. I don't know if you've ever been around swans, but they are really mean. They will attack you. I mean, when we were living and across from Calvary Chapel, Costa Mesa, in this place, uh, South Coast Shores, there was a lake there, and they had these swans in this lake, and they would just chase you if you got too close to them, and they would attack you. Not to mention the six geese. They're mean, too. They'll come after you also. But they can't be any six geese. They have to be six geese allaying. Now, could you imagine bringing home six geese a-laying? It's like, honey, I got you the perfect gift. It's the gift that keeps on giving. All year round, you're going to just wait for a minute. You'll see in a second what I'm talking about. This, just hold on. Wait. Here it comes. Boom. Oh, you were supposed to catch it before it hit the ground. That's really a bummer. So now you got six geese a-laying. And then comes the easiest gift of all, really. And that's the five gold rings. Which means that $1,800 an ounce, it's going to cost you about a million dollars to get those rings. Next are four calling birds. Which basically means you can, peace your, you can kiss your peace on earth goodbye. Because you got four calling birds in there tweeting your life away. And that takes Twitter to a whole new level. They're just going to be tweeting, tweeting, tweeting. And then you add to that 
three French hens, which is actually a good investment because if you run short of cash because you're feeding all these animals, you'll be able to have dinner. But then you have two turtle doves on top of it, which basically means at this point you've got the geese, you've got the swans, you've got the cows, you've got the calling birds, you've got the French hens. Basically, you're living in a barn. You have your own living nativity nightmare in your living room right now with all of these animals. And then finally, the last gift, the last gift, a partridge, wait for it, in a pear tree, a partridge in a pear tree. Could you imagine David Cassidy or Shirley Jones from the Partridge family in your living room sitting in a pear tree singing joy to the world the Savior is born come on get happy I think I love you but what did you get me for Christmas it would be it would be crazy I mean first of all it's impossible you can't do that so you just stick to the bird a cute little partridge in a pear tree. I mean, who gives a pear tree for Christmas? That would be crazy. But this is where it gets even more complicated. Because every day that you give a new gift, you have to give the previous day's gifts. So by the time you get to the end of the list, you have 12 partridges, 24 turtle doves, 60 golden rings. I mean, you start to get the picture, right? Then you get all the way to the end of it, and you have 121 Pentecostal Englishmen jumping around your house and 144 very well-paid and very hungry drummers. That would make for a stressful Christmas, wouldn't it? And you're wondering, what does this have to do with peace on earth? All of these things that we put upon ourselves in order to celebrate Christmas. For others... Christmas is a time of loss. And the angel's announcement of peace and grace can seem so distant in those times. And yet it's exactly during a time like today, a time of national crisis in Israel, that the angels announced peace and grace to all men because a Savior, a Deliverer, was born in Israel, and his name is Jesus. And I want to look at the three R's of Christmas. Rebirth, reception, and revelation. And we're going to look at one of the most unlikely passages of Scripture. We're going to go to John chapter 1. It's not a a passage that you normally think of as the Christmas story. But we're going to look at John chapter 1, verses 6 through 14. And we're going to look at the three R's of Christmas. Rebirth, reception, and revelation. It says in verse 6, there was a man sent from God whose name was John, and this man came for a witness, to bear witness of the light that all through him might believe. And he was not the light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. That was the true light, which gives light to every man coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, and the world did not know him. He came to his own, and his own did not receive him. But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God, to those who believe in his name, who were born not of blood, 
nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory. The glory is of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Worship Life Radio with Holland Davis will continue right after this. Hi, this is Holland Davis, and I'm the pastor of Calvary Chapel in San Clemente. And I just want to take a moment and invite you to come and visit us at one of our Sunday morning services or to our midweek Bible study. Calvary Chapel San Clemente is a Jesus people community right here in the city of San Clemente, California. You know, we identify with our roots in the Jesus movement because that's where I came to Christ. And of course, that's where Calvary Chapel was born. When you come to our church, you're going to find a church that loves to worship the Lord with song. We love to study God's word verse by verse, and we love to share the love of God with other people. If that's the kind of church you're looking for, consider visiting us. You can find out all about us online at calvarysancomeni.org. We look forward to worshiping with you soon, and may God richly bless you. Now, let's continue with today's edition of Worship Life Radio. And the first thing I want to look at is rebirth. In verse 14, John says that the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. And that word among is a very interesting word because you would think of it, you know, when you're dwelling among someone, you're kind of around them, right? You're kind of with them. But the word that's actually used there in the Greek is the word en or in. And so when he talks about the word becoming flesh and dwelling among us, it is actually better translated, the word became flesh and lived inside of us. The word became flesh and lived inside of us. And so the birth, uh, the, uh, the meaning of Christmas is not just about a birth, it's about a rebirth, about something that happens when Jesus comes inside of you. Jesus said to Nicodemus in John 3, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of heaven. To which Nicodemus asked, how can a man enter his mother's womb a second time and be born? And Jesus answers him, most assuredly I say to you, unless one is born of water and the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. We're all born in the flesh. We all have, we were born in a physical birth. But in order to be born again, you have to be born in the spirit. So in the same way Jesus was born in the flesh to be part of the earth, we must be born of the spirit to be part of heaven. Jesus said to Nicodemus, you must be born again. Only those who are born again are of the spirit, of the spiritual realm. Only those who are born again have a future in heaven. Those who are not born again are of this world. There's no connection between this world and heaven. You know, so often we think of heaven as a place where good people go. You know, I've lived a good life, and so therefore when I am finished here, I'm going to get to go to heaven. But heaven isn't a place for good people. Heaven is a place for God's people, for God's family. And in order to be part of God's family, you must be born into it. You have to be born again. You might ask, how can I be born into God's family? How can I be born again? Well, to be born again, there next has to be a reception. You have to receive Jesus. In John 12, 
It says as many, or John, uh, in verse 12 of John chapter 1, it says as many as received him, Jesus, he gave the right to become sons of God. And that word receive in the Greek is such a rich word, like all rich words. It means to receive someone as in a marriage. Like you're going to be committed to that person for the rest of your life. When two people receive each other at the wedding, wedding altar, they're committing to be one. They're committing to be together, bound together by relationship and not allowing anything to come in the middle of that. And so Christianity isn't about what you believe. It's about who you know. It's about having a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus wants to be one with you. And there is peace that comes into a person's life when they found that someone special that they want to give themselves to. When you find that person that you want to devote your life to, your, your heart becomes at ease. And so it is with Jesus. When you commit yourself to Jesus and you follow him, he sets your heart at ease. And then you discover all kinds of things about him, and that speaks of revelation. When you get to see who Jesus really is, John says that he is full of grace and truth. Just being with Jesus will change you forever. Just being in his presence will change you forever. And just like married couples become more and more like each other as they go on, you know, they, they begin to sometimes they even look like each other, dress like each other. Not my wife and I, we're completely uh, opposites. She dresses really nice, and I don't. We have that understanding in our house. It's like, she looks at me and goes, you're wearing that, and, and she'll help me. She'll help me. Tonight, she, she tried to help me, and it didn't quite work. I overrode her decision, and I, I probably should have listened to her. But just being together will change you, and just being with Jesus will change you. And often those changes are, are so small. They're so subtle that we don't even realize it's happening, and that's how God's grace works in our life. It, it happens in so small, so subtle over time that we don't even realize that God is working until we look back, and then the revelation, oh, God has been working in my life all along. And thus we have the announcement of peace and grace at Christmas, that you can have peace with God, that you can experience and receive the grace of God, and that it's available to you. That you can not only, you are not only born into this world, but you can be born again in order to experience life in heaven. And you might say, well, I don't know if I'm a candidate for being born again. You don't know the things that I struggle with. You don't know what I'm going through. You're right, I don't know. But Jesus does. And Jesus is the one who says to you that if you receive him, he gives you the right to be his son. It's not something I'm saying. It's something that he is saying. That if you will turn away from your life and living life your way and you will surrender your life to Jesus to live life his way, that he will change you from the inside out and you'll experience his grace and power in your life. All you have to do is pray a simple prayer, mean it with all your heart. And so we're going to give you an opportunity at this time to receive this gift of grace, this gift of love, this gift of forgiveness, this 
gift of salvation that Jesus is bringing to us tonight. And so if you would bow your heads with me, and you can pray this prayer and mean it with all your heart. This is between you and the Lord. We're not asking you to join a church. This is not about joining a religion. This is about establishing a relationship with Jesus Christ. And he wants to be one with you. And you can simply pray, Lord Jesus, I surrender my life to you. I want to know you. I want to know your presence in my life. I want to know this eternal life that you said that I could have. I want to receive the gift of your grace. Forgive me for everything I've done to offend you, for breaking your law, for sinning against you. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and give me the power to live for you all the days of my life because I want to follow you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks for tuning in this Christmas season to Worship Life Radio with Pastor Holland Davis. As the holiday season continues full force, we know it can be crazy and all the emotions run high this time of year. We pray that in the midst of the chaos, you are remembering what Christmas is all about and why Jesus came to the earth. As you've heard even today, this tiny baby born long ago came for you to show you love beyond measure. We'd love to tell you more about him. If you have questions or would like to pray with someone, please call us. You can reach us at 949-228-9117. Worship Life Radio is a ministry of Calvary Chapel San Clemente, and we invite you to join us this Sunday for worship service. We love meeting our listeners and sharing a time of Bible study and fellowship. For service times, directions, and more, simply visit our website calvarysanclemente.org If you're unable to visit with us in person, no worries. You can also be a part of our services virtually. We're streaming through YouTube and Facebook Live, as well as on our website. Again, just go to our website calvarysanclemente.org to connect. While you're there, you can listen to additional messages from Pastor Holland as he teaches through God's Word. Well, that's all for today. May the hope of Jesus wrap around you this holiday season. From all of us at Worship Life Radio, we want to wish you a very Merry Christmas. Friends, thank you for listening to the program today. You know, the statistics on life are quite staggering. It's been said that one out of every one person is going to die. And on that day, are you going to be ready? Are you going to be ready to meet God? Well, you can be ready. You can have that assurance that your sins are forgiven and you're going to heaven by praying a simple prayer and mean it with all your heart to say, Lord Jesus, I want to be ready to meet you. I surrender my life to you. Forgive me for all my sins and wash me clean of all the wickedness I've done. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and give me the power to live for you all the days of my life. And if you've prayed that prayer with me right now, I can tell you with full assurance that you are going to be in heaven 
Have you ever wondered what it means to be saved? What are you saved from? Is salvation only about going to heaven? Pastor Holland's message series, So Great a Salvation, will answer these questions and help you discover the rich, abundant life salvation brings. Order your personal copy of So Great a Salvation at worshipliferadio.com.